Taylor Walker from the Adelaide Crows, and you're listening to the Coaches Panel. Shannon Hearn from the West Coast Eagles. This is Nathan Jones from the Melbourne Football Club. Phil Davis from the GRS Giants. That's Brad Avery from the Port Adelaide Football Club, and you're listening to the Coaches Panel. Hey friends, you got MJ from the Coaches Panel. I hope you're well. Look, I know you didn't think you'd hear from us for a couple more months, but we had to jump on and say hi. Joining me on this episode, we'll talk about why he's here in a second. I've got the great Kane. Hello, buddy. How you doing? MJ, I feel like we do our best work in the post slash preseason. That window when there is no game time, I think that is when the conversation's at its best. I know there's a lot to get through over the coming months and even just starting yes. today. Um, but it's so exciting. There is so much news at this time of year. Yep. As we round out the final season, we've got trade, we've got delistings, we've got new coaches. Yes. In what we're about to get into is vitally important. So I cannot wait. Yeah, no. So what we're about to do is tell you about an exciting uh, season that only our Patreons are going to get exclusive access to. If you want to join the Patreon supporter group, uh, all you can do, head to coachespanel.tv, join the cash cow tier or higher. So it's a couple of bucks a month and you will get our top 50 keeper league ranks if you were starting a brand new keeper league today, you would get how we've put them in order. Now, to talk a little bit about Keeper League strategy, which we'll do in a second, we've put the top 50 players into eight tiers. Um, Rather than doing a rank of one, two, three, because let's be honest, just speaking on that component, if you rank in numbers, you're now bound by this kind of figure that doesn't mean anything or this number that doesn't mean anything and all it takes is somebody to change their order in on draft day for a keeper league and you miss the strategy and the opportunity that are that are that are the variables that comes with drafts aren't they as they change their fluid and that's why tiering rather than number ranking i find much more helpful yeah mj you're spot on there the thing with the keeper league which is so fun yet so challenging is we're projecting forward. Yeah. Um, and this is a constant thing we've talked about. Anytime we talk about a keeper, every pick you make must be supported by another pick. Exactly. You cannot just take all first year, second year, third year players. As promising as they may seem, it doesn't work. Nope. It is not a strategy that works. Now, on the flip side also, you can't just be taking guys that are, you know, 28, 29 plus, as yeah. good as they may be scoring and think that you're going to be contending year on year. Now, there might be some people that say, I want to win it first year. So sure. as good as that is, and as fun as that may be, I'll tell you one thing. It is more fun to be in the mix every year. Correct. So if you're going to take someone that's old and you can keep enough players, let's just say 20, support it with someone young. Have someone yeah. that you know. And we know, MJ, we've got so much data in playing, not just keepers, not just single season, but salary cap. Yeah. It is very hard, even some of the great scorers, to score well and be fieldable in their first few years. So let them develop. Support, let's just say, for example, a Will Phillips with an Ed Perner. Yeah. You know, do those type of things. So that's why, like, when you mentioned tiering, it is super important because there might be guys in the same tier, and I know for a fact there are because we have done it already, (laughs) that are at very different ends of the age spectrum. Yeah. And that's a massive deal. And there's also some with different injury histories. Mm -hmm. And we know 
if you don't have a team that is can be healthy on the park in a keeper, you can get massive variance yeah. and massive drop-off in your scoring. It is not a salary cap game where you can take that cash and spend it on a similar player. If you lose a star mid, Ooh. usually the player you're bringing on is a 20 to 30 point drop. Well, you put the name of a Matt Crouch, for example, in a draft or a keeper league this year, coming off the back of that 105-110 back run of 2020, you're thinking, Ripper, I've got myself a top eight midfielder. I've got myself my M1 for 2021. And then as you so rightly said, owners of Matt Crouch this season gone, potentially lost their most valuable midfield weapon. And instead of getting a 105-1010 midfielder, they're having to field an 80 or an 85 guy and hoping that they pop along the way. And, and that's the great challenges, not just drafts, but keeper leagues do, because there's so many variables. How many coaches do you have? How many people do you have on field? How many players do you retain as a part of your list every single year? Do you have rookie qualifications? Do you have mandated trade uh, numbers that you must hit. Um, there's so many variables. So what we've tried to do, because otherwise the tiering could be all over the place, because if some people have 16 coaches, well, rucks probably become a little bit more valuable, especially if it's maybe two rucks on field and not just one. So, so we've kind of based it off a, a pretty standardized approach, which is five defenders, seven midfielders, one ruck, five forwards, and about 10 coaches um, it is kind of the mindset. So as uh, Patreons listen through this podcast series that'll last over the next month or so, it'll be with that in mind of 5715, a standardized across the board. Um, it is ultimate footy scoring or AFL fantasy and dream team. Of course, in keeper leagues, depending on um, whether you play it through ultimate footy or AFL fantasy, there are different scoring triggers and factors and things you could put in. So again, we're, we're more using the standardized AFL fantasy dream team and ultimate footy scoring across the board too. So it, it's going to be fascinating to discuss, not just the tiers and why we've placed them, but there are some big name players that we've not put in our top 50. I, I, I won't give too many away, but here's one or two guys that maybe you're like, oh, he's got to be in there, but he's not. Sam Doherty doesn't make the cut. Now, over the past couple of years, yep, he's missed some seasons with footy, but even just over the past 18 months, he's shown in reality, he's an 85-90 defender. Do you really want to pass that up? Lockie Hunter, one of the most consistent 90-plus averaging players only in his mid-20s, likely to pick up forward status too. And even with that in mind, we don't have him in our top 50. Or Mr. Reliable 100 himself, Luke Parker. I, I think he's, what is he averaging? Like 100 over the past 150, 160 games. Just gets it done. It's got another four years at Sydney. No room for him in our top 50. Why? Well, you have to become a Patreon to figure that sucker out. And so that's what we're going to do. The good news is if you're at that uh, base tier of a cash cow or any of the tiers above that, there's already a podcast for you. You can go and check it out right now. The first tier, we're going to do them episodes 
tier by tier. And on the first one, we're discussing eight players in tier eight. And we've given every tier a little bit of a branded kind of name. And we're calling this one the upsides because I think every single one of these guys has the potential. I don't think any of them are going to be tier one or tier two guys ever, maybe. But they've got the potential to, to push up into the top three or four tiers comfortably, every single one of these guys. So if you play a keeper league, if you've never played a keeper league and just love talking fantasy footy in the off-season, these podcast seasons are for you. Make sure you go and check it out. The good news, if for whatever reason you can't get involved in that, here's the thing. There'll be still plenty of stuff coming for you in the off-season. We'll do a big podcast wrapping up for you the entire trade period as well. Patreons will get an article um, of every single player. I'll do an in-depth article of every player that moves in the off-season. Yeah, we're going to keep you busy, Patreons. Um, but there'll be a big wrap-up of that. We'll talk about potential podcast off the back of that. And then Kane, much to popular demand, uh, we did a couple of redraft uh, podcasts last year where we basically, using hindsight, went back in time and redrafted how an AFL draft should have gone. They'll be free for everyone. They'll be dropping through uh, late October, early November. And there's a foundational Giants draft that I can't wait to see you tear apart. And then there's probably my favorite draft of the past decade that has guys like Mills and Oliver in it. Whew. Where do those boys go? I'm very keen to spend some time hanging out with you talking fantasy footy in the off-season, mate. Gonna be busy, MJ. You put a lot on the plate there. I think uh, I think our eyes are bigger than our belly at one stage, but probably we'll push through. We'll push through, and um, like you said, it's just such an exciting time. There's so many things that you know keep us busy, keep us engaged, and honestly, help massively. Yeah. How many of those conversations last year? gave us that perspective going into the fantasy season. I know it helped me enormously speaking to people we talked to. seems like it helped them too. Just getting that thought process and especially with keepers. Yeah. I think the thing that's great is while you might be talking about one player, you're actually looking at the team they're in. Correct. And understanding where are the problem areas? Where is the internal competition? Is there a trade name that might come into the club and change things? Is there a new coach? that might be at the club because we know when those new coaches come in, things change. And if you've got a player that's prospered mm. in a role, especially a role that might be something new for them, there is no guarantee that remains. So heaps mm. to sift through. Heaps of fascinating players. Some of those guys you left out of the 50, by the way. Mm -hmm. There's going to be people that are left scratching their heads thinking, how are they not in the 50 most valuable players in a keeper? Yeah. We've been toing and froing and arguing and back and forth on this list. So I think we feel like we're in a position to launch. I think so. And, um, you know, that's the fun of a keeper, isn't it? Everyone values someone differently, don't they? And, and, and that's the great part of a keeper league is who we might have in the top two, three, four tiers. You're like, mate, he belongs three or four rounds later in a draft and a bloke you've already missed. Why is he not in your first two or three rounds picked? 
We'll talk about all that strategy over these podcasts uh, for our Patreon. So if you're a Patreon, go and check it out uh, right now. It is there waiting for you, the first of these episodes. If you're not, hey, encourage you, even if it's just for the next month or so, and you're like, you know, I don't really afford it. I can't really spend a couple of bucks a month. That's okay. Just jump on, grab this and disappear if that's what you want to do. That's totally fine by us here at the Coaches Panel. So you want to become a Patreon member? coachespanel.tv that is where you can go go and check it out um but for the rest of us i'll see you there for the rest of us that miss it we'll chat to you in a couple of months as the trade period starts to get up.